and we're live. Welcome to the first episode of Instructions Not Included with Jeff and Tori. And so this show is going to be talking about some controversial controversial obstacles that millennials like us face and those decisions that end up reshaping and rewriting the traditional roles and values that we may have grown up with. Yeah, and this has definitely been a long time coming. I remember we first kind of had this idea back when we were in our small 800-square-foot apartment in West Orange, and now we are bringing you our first episode from the sunshine state of Florida, and we actually have our special guest, Easton, our son, with us as well. So we're going to be examining these topics weekly uh, through the lens of 30-something-year-olds or married we're first-time parents, and just like the name of our show says, there's no instructions included in how to record a podcast with a newborn, hence his presence. Um, but essentially, Jeff has an entrepreneurial background. I have more of that nine-to-five. I'm a genetic counselor, so he's more of the creative risk-taker, and I'm the type of person that needs that blueprint and proof essentially of success before even moving forward with anything that may be scary, new, um, or even just out of the norm. So we're gonna be exploring the questions of, you know, can a realist like myself and a dreamer like Jeff make it in the long run? And at the end of the day, this podcast and some of the other things that we've been able to accomplish together in our relationship is proof of that success. So the question that we want to answer in this episode is, how do you quiet your fear-based way of thinking um, in order to accomplish the extraordinary things that you want to in life? And of course, becoming an entrepreneur is one of the riskiest and scariest things that anyone can do no matter what age. So for someone like yourself, babe, that grew up you know, with a blue-collar family, um, immigrant family and that, what allowed you to take that leap of faith from a stable, high-income job to kind of having nothing in your bank account? Uh, I would have to say it has to be a bit of blind optimism, uh, confidence in myself, and realizing that the corporate life wasn't really for me. Uh, I was there for about seven years. I didn't really feel the challenge that I was kind of looking for. Um, I had a great team. I worked at a great company. I was making six figures. And it just didn't bring me fulfillment that I didn't know I was missing. So when the opportunity came up where I could mix something that I was interested in with something that I thought was a great business opportunity, I I had to kind of jump at it without knowing if it it would work or not. So with having no family members um, that started a business before you, how did you create, you know, those steps for yourself? Or how did you know what to even do when you were starting cryotherapy with your best friend? So I really didn't know where to start at all. But the beauty of the Internet, that's that's what it's there for, right? So I literally started by saying, going on Google and writing how to start a business, how to open an LLC. And that's kind of what I kind of did to figure it all out. And long story short, that's what we did to really start up the first business and end up growing from one location to three. And it all started with just a little bit of hope and really trying to 
take the time to learn what I needed to learn in order to do what I wanted. Why do you think some people don't even explore those things that they're interested in? I think most people would agree it's fear, right? Um, it's tough leaving a stable job. It's tough putting money into something that you don't think may work out. And you are just have to kind of just go with the flow and hope that it all does. And like I said, I didn't know if it would work out, but lucky for us, we were just willing to kind of find out and take that leap. So I think it all comes down to people believing and believing in themselves and willing to just make the effort to try and learn. I feel like sometimes it's so cliche to say believe in yourself because I can say all day that I believe in myself. But at the end of the day, when you bring up a wild idea, I still shut it down very quickly. So what do you actually mean believing in yourself? Like, at, you know, at that age in your 20s, how can you believe in yourself when you did not have much life experience outside of college and outside of kind of a comfortable job? Believing in yourself is just a matter of knowing that you can figure it out. There were so many things I didn't know. There were so many things I had to learn. But at the end of the day, I was willing to figure it all out. So with the right amount of effort, the right mindset, and trying to go about it in the best way possible, that's what was successful for me. And that mindset that you're talking about is something that a lot of people don't necessarily walk in or live in fully. And what I mean by that is, you know, in 2023, entrepreneurship is such a buzzword that everyone says they're an entrepreneur just because they may be working for themselves or they may not have their own boss, what have you. But to me, being an entrepreneur is also really living that truth every day. Um, and when we first started dating, I only cared about it because he got to, you know, make his own, make your own schedule. Um, and so it was perfect for a long distance relationship. But essentially the fundamental difference in our careers, I was nine to five. He was doing his own thing. Um, it really didn't transpire how huge of a difference that was or how different we both were until we really started to living together and uh, we had to navigate um, kind of those adult things in a relationship when we did move in together um, and that I wasn't ready for so um, you know for example when we decided to start real estate um, if you remember we were just in the living room and we were watching Selling Sunset and I asked you know, do you think we can do real estate together to pay off our loans? At that point, we weren't engaged. You know, we were still renting. Um, and do you remember what you did? Basically, you did not hesitate. And you, I don't even think oh. you said, <laughs> I don't even think you said yes. No, moment, I was so excited. I mean, like with COVID, everything shut down. There was nothing we could do. We were locked up in the apartment. And I've always had an interest in getting my real estate license. But I wasn't trying to do the classes in person and have to drive and take that away from my business. So when COVID happened, real estate court classes were online, which I didn't even know was a possibility. So when you kind of brought it up along- You Googled it uh, as we, soon as I brought it up. We Googled it. There was it. no hesitation. And within maybe five minutes, you were like, oh, here's a, a, 
a course that we can do online. There's a yeah. winter special. Forgot um, about let's that. do it. Because it was all I was in during COVID. I was in straight like learning mode. I tried doing day trading, and that's just kind of ridiculously hard. And then I tried learning different skills, and then that just came up and I was like, wow, this is the perfect opportunity to really get the license now and, and get that started, which well, thankfully we did. And I was not expecting him to be so gung-ho. Um, just I'm not used to it. I'm not used to someone being so positive and encouraging. And, you know, I'm used to myself kind of talking myself out of something that I think is so out of the norm for me um you know in in one in if if he didn't google it right away I would have definitely talked myself out of it just kind of thinking what are other people going to think of will you know will people think that I uh, gave up on my career that I went to school for um so what were you actually thinking when I brought that up I feel like I never asked you that when you brought up real estate for the first time? Yeah, like what did you think of when, you know, considering you've only been working with your best friend, what did you think of with, you know, your girlfriend wanting to, quote, work together? Uh, I was blindly optimistic, just like I always am whenever I hear a good idea. So, I mean, I thought our relationship was in a good place that we would be able to do real estate together, and I've always had an interest in it, and I see the way that you work, and I thought this is something that we could probably do together. And I really didn't know if we would be good agents, but again, with that right mindset of, I'll figure it out, I'll learn what I need to, and do it. That's what I figured was the perfect formula for this and to get us to where we are. Yeah, and so when they say opposites attract a relationship, um, sometimes that leads to arguments and miscommunications because your blind optimism makes my pessimis pessimism and insecurities, it's like a mirror that makes my internal fears kind of, it makes them come to life and I end up worrying more and we end up getting into arguments. So for example, like- There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but it, it's just funny because for you, we were still studying. We never even passed the school course. We still had to take the state course. And you were already thinking, you know, five steps ahead about opening your own brokerage and this and that. And I just remember being like, this kid is nuts. Like, we haven't even passed this yet. Why are you already thinking about stuff? And I think for someone like myself, it's always like, I don't want to think too far ahead because um, I don't want to be disappointed. And, and I don't, like I said, that's not a bad thing. I think most people feel that way, but I think my experience of seeing something that I had like envisioned come to life is what gave me the confidence to do so. Like I said, my first business, I started with one location to open to three. I wrote, had a second business after that, followed by a third. So I'm seeing all these wins and it only boosted my confidence even more. And it's a blessing and a curse because I'm just at a, I was at a point where I'm willing to try anything because I know that I, if I put the right amount of effort and I learn what I need to, I can do it. And that's just the mindset that people need to have when it comes to doing something that they're passionate about but scared to take the leap. I uh, was listening to another podcast prepping for this one. Um, 
where they said that, you know, it's not about being fearless because fear allows us to survive in life. Um, but it's more so learning how to walk with that fear. Um, learning to walk with that fear and allowing it to direct you. Um, but sometimes you have to learn how to decide, is my fear talking to me right now because it's something that is dangerous and I need to run away from it? Or is it because it's telling me that I need to jump all in because I really, really want to, um, you know, do this? And like you said, sometimes bravery is not about, again, being fearless, but rather knowing that, okay, I accomplished one thing, I can do the, the next thing. And it's more so a stepwise fashion rather than something that you were born with or even something that you um, will consistently have, you know, at every point in, in in your life. Yeah. And I don't want to paint this false picture of I was successful and nothing went wrong. There was a lot that went wrong. And I think that's part of the beauty of learning. So like, yeah, there was, there was money troubles. There was time. I was putting in more time being my own boss than I was as a corporate employee, there were times where I wouldn't see my friends anymore. I wouldn't be with my family. And that's just part of the experience that I had to be able to to give myself that mindset to know I could I could figure things out. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to fail in order to learn. So as long as you don't look at it as a failure and more as a learning experience, and you take that experience to try again. So all the hardships that we ran into we took it as a learning experience and went back at it. So just constantly moving forward and taking the hits as we go, that's how you never really fail. You always just learn. But I think that's what separates people that, uh, you know, because fearing or being, having fear isn't always related to career, right? It's related to your relationship decisions. It's related to life decisions. It's related to, um, you know, whether you want to start a new hobby. Um, and so for someone like yourself who has experienced essentially failure, um, it was really, you know, it's a, it's a constant unlearning process to be your wife, um, or sorry, it's a constant, as your wife, it's a constant unlearning uh, process to reframe the thought of well what if it all goes wrong to but what if it all works out um, and so that's still um, something that I struggle with all the time and even you know setting up this podcast we had a lot of technical issues and I was just talking to myself of you know right now I need to not um allow the fear of, well, see, this is a sign that we shouldn't do this podcast. I had to kind of say, well, this is what happens when we are first, you know, this is the first time we're doing anything like this. And this is just part of the learning curve. So um, again, it's all about reframing those thoughts. And here we are doing our first episode. It may not be perfect, but again, we're doing something that we wanted to. And Jeff's been nerding out with all of this technology and so how do you feel now that we're even just doing this even though it didn't turn out the way that we wanted the first time around yeah i mean like this is not perfect like i'm going to work on the camera angles or we'll work on the audio or we'll work on making this a little bit better but 
I like, yeah, I mean, I'm approaching it the same way as I do with everything when it comes to business. I've never been a videographer. I've never played with this technical aspect, but I'm willing to learn and I'll get better at it to provide, to make the podcast better. And again, it's just once you have that mentality, you approach everything that way. Relationships, being a father, being a business owner, being a friend, everything. As long as you're continuously working on how can I be the best at this role, then things will always work out. So, But not in the way that you may want or not even on the same timeline that you think it will. Or not even the way that you plan. So it may not be what you expect, but as long as you're constantly working on trying to best that you, best be the best that you can be in the roles that you want to be, then that is just how things will always work out for you. So, yeah, I mean, excited to get this started. It kills me that it's not to the best of the ability that I, I see it's going to be, but I know we'll get there. So as we're wrapping up the first episode, um, for, you know, again, I'm, I'm super, super lucky that I ended up marrying someone who is so courageous and super adventurous with his life decisions. Um, but then, you know, we think about our friends or our, you know, just possibly future listeners um, who may not have someone that encourages their risk taking. So I guess, what advice do you have for someone who is kind of not living their full potential because of their fears? Um, that's tough to say. I mean, you have to be your biggest cheerleader. So you have to lean on the support of others uh, to help you get there if that's kind of, if your mentality is not not there on your own. And if you don't have that support, then it's up to you to find the right people to be around, whether it's a mentor, whether it's your partner, whether it's your parents or uh, your peers. Just having the right circle to kind of highlight your strengths and make you feel like the confident person you need to be, that's how you'll be able to be successful. But what about someone like yourself who didn't really have anyone to learn from? Hmm. Yeah, that. So I was a little different, right? I've, I, so that's if what I could, I'm asking about. If I could start all over again, I wish I had a mentor. I wish I had somebody to guide me and lead the way. But I'm just a type where I just kind of wanted to figure out everything on my own that's kind of how I work do you remember any conversations you would have with yourself in that process no I just my only conversations I remember are just I have to figure this out there's just no other option I have so much money invested into this I have so much time invested into this I can't waste time worrying about how things could go wrong so I was my biggest cheerleader. So I was able to do that for myself. And I totally get that. That's, that's difficult for some people, and that's why you need the right support. But I was luckily, luckily enough to have the experiences to be my best cheerleader. What about other, what about other aspects in your life? Um, what are some other decisions that you made that you know, you could have said, you could have went a different way because it was scary or it was risky. Um, but what's another example of 
something that you just told yourself that you had to figure it out or something that you said, I'm just going to do it? Well, that could be the start of our relationship. So, uh, But I also shot my shot twice, so I don't know. But I mean, to your to your point, like I said, it's um, it's just being willing to learn. Like I remember when we first started dating, it didn't work out, and the second time, I was unwilling to to give it a second shot, but I was willing to learn and understand why I should. And then at the same time, too, you were in Houston at the time, so I was like, why would I want to do a long distance relationship? But I was open to looking at it from a different perspective of why it would be good so it's always it's a matter of just reframing your thinking to make sure you're checking yourself and and doing what's best for you rather than being emotional in the moment or thinking irrationally and for those who are irrational like myself uh, we have to come up with other coping mechanisms in those moments or else again you're not going to ever be able to tap into your you know greatest potential um so again in a podcast that i was listening to there was a great um great recommendation which is again instead of trying to fight your fear you want to walk with it so if you feel you know your heart racing the sweat you know that those are those are the signs that your body is telling you that there is an oncoming you know intruder an oncoming enemy but you have to just tell yourself or tell your fear that you know you're not jumping out of a window you're not jumping out of a plane that you are just trying to start a podcast or, you know, um, you're just trying to um, apply for, um, what is it called? Apply for, uh, when you go up to the next job position, promotion, when you try to apply for a promotion or if you want to move somewhere new. I haven't had um, a job in seven years. <laughs> you have to just um, tell your fear that, you know, it's okay that you got it, that fear doesn't need to protect you because there's nothing that is actually harming you at this point. Um, so again, it's just talking with your fear and letting it know that thank you for protecting me, but this is not the time to protect me. I'm okay. So with that, again, I think we're good to wrap it up. Yeah, I think that was a great first, first episode. episode. Uh, so if you've enjoyed your time with us, please leave a comment, whether it's on our Instagram at Jeff and Tori um, or, uh, you know, on the podcast. What do you call it? Apple Podcast, yeah. Spotify, where all podcasts are available. Okay, on platforms. Share, share, share. You know, we won't really be able to um, give you guys the content that you want without any feedback but be nice um so see you next week on instructions not included um i think next week we're going to be talking about our pregnancy story so something that's super super vulnerable so topics like you know how to handle miscarriage infertility how to support your partner uh during pregnancy you know both you know both partners actually um so until then follow us leave a comment subscribe do all those things and thank you for listening and so let's continue designing your extraordinary life yeah <laughs>